Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Guests on this show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Everton South, downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. This is Oilers Now. And you can text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford, not your small town dealership. With a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility experience, the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. RCN, who's one of our smarter... There's guys that text and occasionally bring up things and will be critical... And it is constructive, and he does that once in a while, but he is one of the smarter texters we have to the show. And he says, Bob, we need a Dan Kelly call. You heard the guys reference it, the game-winning call, 1987 Canada Cup. This is uh, the late, great Dan Kelly. Here's Lemieux poking at the center. Lemieux ahead to Gretzky. Has Murphy with him on a two-on-one to Lemieux. And on goal, he shoots, he scores! There you go. That's for RCN. You can text us at 630-630. Out of Grand Prairie, Alberta. Excuse me. Bob, I trade, says uh, Grand Prairie, Alberta. I trade Reeder, Talbot, Cassian, or Lucic and Petrovic, as I think they're all very movable, and we're not totally changing the team, just uh, tweaking. I like Malone. I go for Vitrano and Zucker and then trade something, albeit Talbot or Nurse, for Gostas Bear. Your thoughts? Well, you've hit on about 19 different things. Um, okay, Tobias Reader, I do. I mean, he's a restricted or un, no, he's a restricted free agent, one year deal, two million bucks. Has not scored a goal this year. I actually do think there would be teams, if the orders theoretically fell out of it, I do think there might be a couple deeper teams with a little bit of wiggle room that might be interested in him, that might want a little bit of speed. Cam Talbot, uh, closer to the deadline for sure, because I think you got to know what you got with those two goalies. If, again, if the team falls out of it, because you might need the two goalies if you stay in it. Uh, Cam Talbot, I think, uh, could be uh, a guy that some organizations would look at. Like, I look at Philadelphia and wonder, you know, could you not do something there, especially given Talbot's relationship with Carter Hart. Zach Cassian. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now they're being interested in Zach Cassian. I know Peter Shirelli put it out there earlier in the year. Things change as you get closer to uh, playoff time. Some organizations have a little bit more cap space that opens up. Um, and some teams are looking for a little bit of muscle. And maybe they, a guy they thought that had some might not be available to them. So Zach Cassian could be a guy that somebody uh, out there would be of interest in. Um, Milan Lucic. Yeah, I mean it's a big contract. It's going to be a and frankly, it's been all right in the new year. I mean, has he been a six million dollar player? No, but he's been okay. Petrovic, feel bad for Alex. Uh, he's a good guy, hasn't had a chance to make uh, much traction here. 
He's an unrestricted free agent. Could be a depth pickup for somebody as well. 137 in Edmonton. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Here we go. Uh, let's do this. Uh, Brendan Escott caught up. Brendan, you did the interview. So tell us, uh, uh, I mean, Mark Hampshire's obviously a former Oiler, but uh, how does this whole thing get started? No, I think I just asked him by what what is the difference between this year and last year in terms of how they've been able to not only like get out to the start of the season that they had, but stick with it, even with the target on their back. Well, Mark, uh, 42 7-0-2. Oh, it's been an unbelievable season for the Prince Albert Raiders uh, with you at the helm, of course, and first in the CHL for most of the year. So I'm curious just how, in your words, would you describe how 2018-19 uh, is gone for your group? Well, it's above um, anyone's expectations, that's for sure. Uh, we didn't really know what to expect coming into the year. Uh, people never picked us to do this for sure and here we are but it's about the players and we've got a real good group and I think not only just the group but our leadership is as good as I've seen. So you say that nobody really looked at you guys coming into this season as as the powerhouse that you've become and and why do you think that is and why do you think that it's been such a different result from that? I don't know it's juniors a different type of uh, of uh, animal because you get so much turnover all the time whereas the NHL you really don't and I think you look at our team and you know you look at kind of the teams last year and and uh, they had 12 guys that like Swift Current or Regina or Moose these types of teams had 12 guys that were either signed or drafted um, we have four and I think that's just shows that a lot of our guys have been overlooked and you know like Leeson all of a sudden he's He's there, Pahal, Hayes. I mean, you can go down the list. There's um, the team with the best players always wins, and we think we have have the best players. And on top of that, we've got a um, really close group that plays together. But you know, we just figured with that kind of ratio that there's eight or ten more guys in that room that are going to get opportunities, and deservedly so. They're good players. So we look at the Brett Leeson story, undrafted in last year's draft, a 19-year-old. Uh, he was tearing it up. He went to the World Juniors. And we're talking about a jump mark from 33 points in 66 games now to already 76 points to this point in the year. Where did this come from? What in his game changed from last year to this year to allow this kind of offensive output? Well, last year he was coming on. Ever after Christmas, you could see he was he was coming. He was getting there. He he made a commitment to to play faster, to do things that he had to do to to be faster. And and at the end of the year, he was he was really good. And then uh, in the summer, he put in a good summer, and he came back. And again, you know, the graduation of nineteens and twenties, and now all of a sudden he's a nineteen year old and. And he started early, got some confidence. I think the second game of the year, he had 17 shots on goal himself. And uh, he just went from there. And then once you get a little bit more confidence, you gain more confidence. And it just starts to go um, in a positive way. And he's just carried it on. Chatting with head coach of the Prince Albert Raiders, Mark Habscheid. Mark, uh, Ian Scott between the pipes has really helped solidify things for you guys. Is that fair to say? Yeah, he, uh, you know, Scotty's and. To his own, I'm not telling anything out of school here. <clears throat> Last year, 
he didn't have the year he he wanted for sure. And having the uh, you know goaltender be your most important position, and I think his save percentage was in the eight eight hundreds, and that's really not where he wanted it to be. And obviously that did affect our win loss record. Now it's up ninety two or ninety three or ninety four, and that changes a lot of things. And that translates into into wins. And he's he's been a big difference for us. So let's talk. You're in the the fifth season with uh, Prince Albert, but you had quite a bit of success with Kelowna and that program in the, uh, I guess, early to mid-2000s, including winning a Memorial Cup in 04. Now, obviously, you guys, with the record that you have to this point in the season, Mark, are going to be considered uh, a favorite to at least go to the Memorial Cup. Are you drawing any similarities between the group that you're coaching right now and the group that you had so much success with uh, in Kelowna? Well, you know... there's kind of like three teams, I guess, and Kamloops who went to the to the league final with that group, and and I look at that group in Kamloops, and I look at the group in Kelowna, and then I look at the group we have here, and the similarities between the three are to me are that in all three instances, um, there was great people in all those teams. Those kids were dynamic kids. Um, Great hockey players, obviously, but better people. And on top of that, our leadership core um, on all three teams and uh, and then our captains on all three teams, assistant captains, and, and even more so even the captains were very similar. And I think that goes to, you know, that is um, um, a big reason why I think, to me, those teams are successful is, is the quality of people, the ability to buy in and put team first, um, and hold other other teammates accountable. I think is is uh, is real important. And then you get the captain in all three situations, whether it be AJ Baines or Josh Georges or uh, Prem Pahal this year. Um, incredible players, heart and soul uh, players. And when you have that from your captains, uh, that filters down to to the other players. Chatting right now with head coach of the Prince Albert Raiders, Mark Habscheid. Uh, speaking of the leadership, you made an addition in uh, Dante Hanoon, picking him up out of Victoria at the trade deadline, and uh, as well as former Edmonton Oil Kings goaltender Boston below us. But uh, as far as Hanoon is is considered, you're talking about the leadership personalities on this team. He's a 20-year-old. Uh, what do you think he's going to mean uh, in terms of just solidifying this group a little bit more down the stretch? Well, he's he's still trying to get used to how we play. Like we try to play fast and quick and short shifts and create a uh, you know a high pace. And uh, he's it just it's taken him a while just to get used to that. He's an incredible human being. He's a, a great person, great leader, and that's you know what we wanted when we brought him in because we lost two really good people and Cody McDonald and, and uh, Miller and Carson Miller and. And so we wanted to make sure more than anything before we brought in a really good hockey player, we brought in a really good person when we did that. And he's, uh, now he's, you know, he's had some success and individual success in terms of uh, putting points on the board and he's fit in real well. He's still getting used to us in terms of, you know, how we play, um, but he's getting getting better every day. And he's, he's a guy that has a presence because he is 20. And he's had success in the league, and he uh, and yet he he just he wants to he wants to be with the guys. He doesn't uh, 
he doesn't want to change things in terms of culturally. He wants to be in with, with our culture. And that's a big point being a 20 year old, you know, coming in and adapting to how we do things. And he's been really good so far. All right. A couple more for you here, Mark. You talk about uh, the, you're just looking for character guys and, I wonder if there's any parallel between you guys being such a small market team and and sort of maybe even a character town in that regard. And that's uh, is that something you pride yourself on? And just the way that you are that uh, you're a small market. You're not the Kelowna. You're not uh, you're not these bigger teams, right? So, um, do you need character guys to be able to play in that kind of market and have success? Well, I think you know the game has evolved. You know, the last time the Raiders won the Memorial Cup was in '85, and they had uh, Baumgartner and Manson as their kind of the focal point. We, you know, they were good hockey players, but they were, uh, you know, they were blue collar players in terms of uh, being pretty physical and the tough, tough teams. And but the game has changed. But at the same time, this is a blue collar town, and um, the things that they demand from this group is play hard and compete and and. Um, you know, don't, don't, uh, well, make sure you stick up for teammates. And those things are, have, you know, moved forward no matter what. We, we want to make sure we're working hard. We want to make sure that we're competing and, uh, being a good, solid, uh, team both on and off the ice. And, and that, uh, hasn't changed since 85. The game has changed, obviously. You know, uh, Dave Manson, you know, in today's game, the way he played might be in jail rather than in the penalty box, <laughs> him and Baumgartner. But, uh, you know, those days are gone. We understand that. But at the same time, there's, uh, there's, you know, we've got a team that we think is multidimensional. So, because with our record teams, are trying to find ways to beat us. And, you know, they're going to try and play different ways. And, and that's good. Uh, that makes us forced to be... Uh, Play multi-dimensional, whether it be um, you know a grinding game one night or a fast game the other, next night or whatever. We want to be a team that can play anyway. Obviously, and having a lot of success with the target on the back for most of the season. Last one for you here, Mark. You've got the Oil Kings again tonight. Uh, you're coming to Rogers Place for that. They went into your barn, 6-3 win on Friday night for the Oil Kings. Uh, any adjustments? How much you're willing to divulge here as to uh, how you're going to turn that around tonight? No, we're just looking forward to going in, and, and uh, you know, they, our group has has a lot of pride, and and um, you know, they uh, they beat us in our rink, and uh, we came off a long trip, and and we knew that game was going to be tough coming off around uh, off of a long trip, and and being that they're a good team as well, and you know, they played well, but we didn't think we played very well, so you know, what we're looking forward to tonight. All right, well, that's a 7 o'clock puck drop. Uh, Mark, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, and certainly safe travels getting here. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 151 in Edmonton, the best pizza in the city, still making it great. It's Royal Pizza. 15 locations in Edmonton. Pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We just heard from Mark Habscheid, number one ranked team in junior hockey, the Prince Albert Raiders in Edmonton tonight to take on the Edmonton Oil Kings, winners of five consecutive games. <laughs> to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International 
Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation needs. Brendan, what do you got? All right, Bob, on this day in 1983, Wayne Gretzky sets a team record for most assists in one period with four. The Oilers would end up beating the Montreal Canadiens 7-3 on the road that night. They were dancing. Hey, uh, by the way, you put the poll out for your favorite old school Hockey Night in Canada uh, play-by-play voice. Right. How are we doing on that front? We got, I, I know, I think we got about 300 responses here in the first half hour or so. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, knowing the demographic of this show, I would suggest, here, here would be my breakdown. The guys that are 50-plus would probably pick Danny Gallivan, unless they didn't like the Canadians. The listeners that are maybe 35 and under are all going to pick Bob Cole. And the broadcasters that work in the business might lean to Dan Kelly. What do you got? All right, Bob Cole is at 82%, Danny Gallivan at 16 and Dan Kelly at 2 and that's See, over and, and, Yeah, Dan votes. Kelly was mostly CTV and then CBS in the States as well, so you didn't hear a lot of them in Canada at that time. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Can you do me a favor? We haven't had a Bob Cole call. Can you uh, pull up the one, uh, Joe Sackick, 2002 Olympics? That was a pretty important call for Team Canada. Ended a 50-year uh, drought. Uh, there was an Edmonton connection to the team that won back in 1952. Um, again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Email us, Oilers Now, at 630Ched.com. Hmm. Um... Bob, this comes to us uh, from Andy. He says, Bob and Brendan, teams shouldn't trade good players. Zach, Kara, and Jesse are untouchable. Lots of deadwood on the orders. Uh, start by getting rid of the weaker, older, slower players. That one comes to it, and he's suggesting uh, Reader, Ratty. I thought Ratty had an okay weekend, by the way. Russell, Chase on. Uh, I'm going to tell you something right now with Chase on. Um, if Edmonton falls out of it, there'd be interest in him, which would not mean that the orders wouldn't look at re-signing him. Russell. Russell is on the ice for uh, both goals in overtime, which drew the venom of some of the fans, but the guy's about as honest of a player as you'll find. He's just playing too many minutes. He's slotted too, too high. Possibility we could see Oscar Clefbaum tomorrow. He's close, real close to return against the Chicago Blackhawks. Speaking of uh, tomorrow, we got uh, Stauffer Inspector for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta, watch out for the new opening of the Century Mile Racetrack this spring. You got a Coley uh, call for us right now? All right, for the listeners that were asking for a little Bob Cole. Canada trying to hang on and get a break. It's going to be a break. It is Joe Sackick. Scores. Joe Sackick. Scores. And that makes it 5-2. Canada. Surely that's got to be it. Take a look at what were you, nine when that goal got scored? Is that about right? 2002? I wasn't even nine yet, yeah. Eight. Okay. <laughs> I was at Moe's Sports Parlor, 23 drinks in, and pretty damn excited, let me tell you. It was, uh, that was a while. People were going nuts when Canada ended that 50-year gold medal drought. Recall which Oilers defenseman scored two goals for Team Canada during the 2002 World Cup? Was later traded for Chris Pronger. Eric Brewer. What does Reed Wilkins have coming up in Inside Sports tonight? 
Well, let's take a quick boo at the text message. They do have Kelly Rudy back on, uh, Tyler Benson as well. They've got uh, Hawks play-by-play voice John Weidman, former Eskimo and Grey Cup champion Jed Roberts, Edmonton Huskies head coach Ian McLean. All right. Good show coming up tonight with Reed Wilkins. Again, a reminder, you can join 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers, inviting you to join the team, giving away an ultimate super fan experience. A spot cameo in the Edmonton Oilers team photo. It could be you. We'll outfit you for the photo shoot in a personalized Oilers jersey, and there's more. As a teammate, you'll get a sideline seat with uh, Reed, myself, and Jack Michaels at Oilers practice March the 10th. Plus, a VIP experience for you and three guests at an Oilers home game. 630 Chad giving away three chances to enter to win. Listen to 630 Chad's morning news. Oilers now or inside sports every Tuesday starting tomorrow for a code word. When you hear the code word, enter the contest page at 630Ched.com. One lucky winner to be announced Tuesday, February 26th. I don't know if I'll ever be fabulously rich, but I love doing this show. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630Ched afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Game day tomorrow, Oilers and Hawks. I'll be at Rogers Place with Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630Ched.